Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. And guess what? What, 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 Season 2, episode 52. 52. Season 2, episode 15. Who knew? Two years. 104 episodes. Who knew we would last this long? Who knew? Who knew? I knew. Because you know, you know why? Why? Because we determine whether we're going to keep going or not. And but neither one of us is a quitter. Yeah, but it, it, it's been a very rough year for us to keep this going. Yeah. So um, <laughs> as as you say, I'm proud of us. <laughs> for getting through this year with our podcast and not missing one episode. Yes, because there one. were times that it would have been easier to just not do just it. Just not do it, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's cool. So we made it. Thanks. Pat, thanks Pat to you listeners. You yes, you kept us going. Yes, because if we didn't think anyone was listening, we just might as well yes, stop. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this is how we talk anyway to each other. Yes, and so. and, and and thanks you to all of our special listeners that we hear from all the time. We yes, really thank appreciate you. it. We love They've been there from the hearing, very beginning. From the very beginning. We love like hearing they heard from, it before anybody. Yeah. That, yes. that is true. Yes. Uh, that is true. That's I, I forgot true. about that. Yep. We, uh, yeah. Yes. Huh. So they've been there with us through wow. it all. Excellent. 104 Excellent. episodes later. Wow. That's amazing to me. Yes. Amazing. So yes. let's get to what our topic is this episode. We are talking about lessons of 2020. What did you learn this crazy year? It's part of an. It's part, part of, of a, a segment. segment. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> part of a segment. <laughs> that we in twenty twenty, Jill learned that we have segments. <laughs> that is not true. I created the segments. It's part of a segment that we call "Stand by Your Stands." What did you learn? Nothing. Yes, you did. I didn't learn a doggone thing all year. I probably lost knowledge. That's not true. <laughs> I didn't, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I didn't learn a thing all year. Can I tell you what I think you've learned? What do you think I've learned? You have learned that the more you write and practice your poems, the better your memory gets. The more I read and write. And That's what practice I just said. my poem. You you said the more I do my poems. That is not what I said. Yes, See, you did. Yes, you you did. didn't learn to listen. I didn't learn a thing. <laughs> See, I did not learn to listen. Didn't learn a thing. No, I've read more this year than I have in previous years, which is which is good. And um, you know about books? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Do books. you still say that? Have you learned that you're not an avid reader? Yet? I'm not quite an avid reader, um, but I think it's because of the lack of time that I have. Yes. So when 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 our my working condition changes, I will begin to read a lot more. Uh, however, in the last couple of months, I have managed to squeeze in quite a bit of writing. Um, it was difficult, very difficult. 
Um, but I, I got a lot done with the uh, small amount of time that I had. Good. So that's good. That's, that's good. So I, I would, what I've learned this year, we're talking about what we've learned. I don't know if I can just say it was this year, but um, I've learned to persevere. You need to continue pushing forward no matter what conditions you're under. Yes. So continue, no matter so. how hard you, uh, your life is or what you're going through. Um, uh, you need to keep pushing forward. And, but I've always believed that. But uh, this year, 2020, was evidence um, of me actually doing that, keep pushing forward. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I have learned to be content with the present. I've always been future-focused. And I still, I mean, I still have you goals. Still, yes, you, you still know, are. I, you still I, have goals. I yes. still have goals, but I've learned to be content with the now and stay in the moment. That is I've very, learned how to stay in the moment. That is very good. That was a big, 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 big lesson for me. <laughs> so it came out say of it, learning it, how to meditate. Oh, 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 oh. So are you saying that in general, in the past, you focused more on what you were going to do in the future or what you wanted to happen in the future than what you were doing at the time? Yes. Ah. Yes. I... You know, and I still see end goals. I I can still picture them and I have goals. But, you know, just as meditation teaches you to stay in the moment, right? It teaches you to focus on your breath right then and there, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, try to focus your mind on what's happening at that moment. What sounds do you hear around you at the the time? So… With that came gratitude of, you know, I might hear, you know, I have a tabletop fountain Mm -hmm. and the only sound I might hear while I'm meditating is the sound of that, that running water, the fountain. And I just feel so grateful to have, you know, the beauty of water and, you know, I'm a, I'm very much a water creature mm-hmm. and that relaxes me. So then I become thankful that I'm relaxed at the moment. So I've learned to be much more content and grateful for what I have now. Whereas before I was, I was more of a person of, if I have this, if I do that, then this will happen and that will happen and then uh... I'll be happy. Whereas now I'm just grateful for the life I have. Very good. Thanks. Very, very good, Jill. Thanks. Um, I'm I'm really happy and proud of you that you've gotten to that point. <laughs> yes. Um, I, it's a long way coming. I, I, I guess in the beginning it was a little hard for me to understand what you were saying because I've always been that in the moment person. Right. Not that I didn't look 
towards the future. Not yes, that I didn't have, but I was it, always because you because you would say moment. something, I would say something, and you're like, "But Jill, I'm looking at what we have right now," and I was like, oh, "Why? Because in the future we're gonna have da 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 da." And then you would call me a dreamer and all that, and I still <laughs> have are a I still have dreams. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong, but I have definitely learned to really look at the now. Yeah, and and about your your dreaming. Um, you always think I'm saying it as it's a negative thing that you're. So a lot of people that is that you're such a. <laughs> so a lot of people, if, if you're called a dreamer, they're they're not. You know, it's kind of like bless your bless her heart. You know, they're not saying something nice. Well, well, you know. So I, I've always said you're a, a much bigger dreamer than than I. However. Since we have been together, I have become more of a dreamer than I used to be. You, you know, I'm one of those people that would say, "I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I'm you a still realist." Are. Um, yes, I, I still am, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm also a little more of a dreamer than I was before I met you. So that is, it's, it's, it's something is positive that, a, it, that oh, I learned okay. from you. Okay, so that's a good yes. thing? It's a good thing that I, that I am a little more of a dreamer. Um, I can actually uh, see myself beyond what my life is today. Um, you know what I mean? And that's, yes. that's, that's the dreamer portion of me. Well, I think. What's different about us, though? You know, on my vision board, I have a quote on it that I cut out from a magazine that says, dreams don't work unless you do. So I think the reason dreamers get a, a bad rep is because a lot of times people just talk about what they're going to do and they never do anything to achieve it. Whereas I do believe that you and I are doers. So when we imagine it, when we imagine it, mm -hmm. then we will, you know, because you used to say, well, what are you going to do about it? I still say that. I say well, it all the time. You don't say it that much to me anymore because I'm actually doing You're something doing about something it. You're doing something about it. Yeah. So, yeah. so do, do so something. So dreams can come true if you work to make it so. Yes. The things you can control. Anyway. Yes. Yes. And, and um, I'm glad you touched on that. I say that. Often you do when uh, someone, especially when someone is complaining, that's when I really get like, okay, so what are you going to do about it? If they're unhappy with the way something's going on in politics, I will say, okay, that's how you feel. What are you going to do about it? Right. And it doesn't mean they have to go. Something. That's right. It doesn't mean they have to go into politics. It doesn't mean, but it means is you can do a little something, something instead of just standing on the sidelines. Yes. So if someone says to me, um, uh, oh, yeah, I, I plan to um, write, you know, plan yes. to write. And I'll say, okay, um, of course. What are you going to do about it? That's that's the first thing. Right. And then he's, oh, when I get some time, I'll write. And then my other thing that I say all the time is just start. Just start. Just write something down on the paper. Just just start. Right. And, and that'll get you going in the right directions because if you don't start 
at all, you get nowhere. Right. There's nothing so, on the page. No one will ever read it because <laughs> there's nothing correct. to read. And that and that goes in, in for anything. That goes for anything. If you want to start a business, start. Just start. Right. Don't give a million reasons why you can't do it. Right. Because then you're you're right about that also. If you say you can't do something, you're that, right. That, if you that say you can't do something, you're right. That 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 is correct. Um, a defeatist mindset. Um, I'm not I'm not very good with that, and I'm not very good around people that have that type of mindset. Um, because I'm a really positive person, and I really believe that we should make the best of what we have. Yes. I mean, in a good example is our podcast and our little segments. So what do you think? What do you think? You know, stand by your stance. When we were putting this podcast together in the very beginning stages, Jill and I were talking about, well, we need to get somebody to write a jingle. We need to, you know, we all these different things. We need to get somebody to put one together for us and all of this. And I would say, Jill, we need to work with what we have. We don't need to think about the stuff we don't have and that we have to get. What do we have? Well, and we, we have, have our voices. Our voices. Our okay. Voices. So let's do our <laughs> own little thing. And um, it turned out that uh, the listeners really like our little segments, our little intros for yes. our segments. So um, it works. It works. And we don't have to change it. Um, yes. So work with what you have. That is true. So, yeah. Yes. Cool. Yes. I was thinking about people who, when you say just start and, you know, we were talking about, I can't, I can't. Um, when, you know, I started taking piano lessons when I was five and my piano teacher, you know, would tell me to do something like, I can't. He's like, nope, there's, you're not allowed to use that word. So I learned Correct. at a very early age you know, that if I say I can't, then I can't, you know, so right. I learned that from her. However, as an adult, you know, you get in the workplace and I was, I'm always full of ideas, you know, because I like in, in a workplace, I like to work efficiently. And if I see something that's taking far more time than it should, I'm often the person that tries to think of how to do it just as well but simpler and more efficiently. Right. So I would say, well, I'm going to do this. And someone would tell, tell me, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. I love it when people you say know? that. I know. <laughs> to me. I know. Because, to me. I can't. Okay. Okay. Let's so see. So <laughs> I, I find a way to, you know, still achieve what the company needs, what the outcome should be at the standard that it should be. Mm -hmm. But I did it my way. I did it my <laughs> way. You know, and whether then they were I'm like, oh, right. see, see, Jill, you oh, did whether it. I'm wrong. You know, you, you did what we told you to do. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. well, as a matter of fact, I did it this way. Uh huh. You know, so they didn't even know. Right. Right. So I do think that, even when you're told, because there are many people out there, you know, I learned from my students that they've been told before they get in my class, you can't write. Mm -hmm. So therefore they think they can't, nor do they want to, Correct. you know? So all people, 
anyone needs is encouragement and another way to do it. Uh huh. Another way. Another way. So another way. if someone tells you, I'm saying this to listeners, if someone tells you you can't do something, figure out how uh, you, you can, can still it. give them what they need, but something that works for you too. Right. And in some cases, you might find out. Oh, I can't do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you when, might. but when those when those times happen, you know, those are lessons too. Those those are also lessons. Um, so maybe maybe you can't do that. But then what you really need to look at, even in those cases. So again, what do you have? Yes. And trying to do that. What do you have? What did you gain? What knowledge did you gain while trying to do that thing that you were not able to do or you did not succeed at? Right. Um, you know, and, and look at all of that and figure out what's the next step. Well, so, another thing that I learned about myself this year is that just because I can do something doesn't mean, doesn't you mean should. I should. <laughs> Doesn't mean I should. Yeah, I learned that lesson. I a learned. Long well, time I ago. really learned it this year. I, <laughs> yes. I, I truly did, and I will never make that mistake again. Very you know, good. I, I make different mistakes, <laughs> but you know, to me, you have truly learned a lesson when you don't repeat a mistake. Exactly. So when you make a new mistake, that's a new lesson. Correct. Correct. Very correct. And I, I've also learned not to fear failure. <laughs> that was a hard one for it you, was. Jill. It's like when, <laughs> when you and my mother are like, you need to learn how to fail. Like, what? <laughs> Why would either of you tell me to do that? What is wrong with you all? What? Well, well. Um, I get it. Many, now. many of our listeners, and this phrase I'm going to use, I really, I hate, really, I hate dis- that you know which too. phrase I'm going to use. Yes, I do. I but hate people it too. that are deemed by other people to be overachievers, I don't, I don't, I don't like that word. You're believe, just an achiever. Yes, that, that's what. I, yeah, a person that achieves. I don't, I don't think anyone's a overachiever. You could never achieve too, too much. much in your life. Right. You know, keep achieving. You right. Know? But, um. Um, but a lot of people that are seen as overachievers is because they never failed at anything. So I found that people that never failed at anything in their life, when one day they do. Oh, it's devastating. It's devastating. <laughs> Absolutely devastating. It's devastating. And they, I mean, it can really, I mean, it, it mess really me messes up them for, up. It you messed know, me up for a while. Uh, send a person into depression. Yes. Um, and I mean, their life could actually just go spiraling downward yes, because me up. they didn't succeed at something that they attempted. Um, so that's why people do need to learn how to fail. And they need to learn how to get up again and continue. Yes. Um, otherwise, life can be very difficult. Yes, yes. Very difficult. Very difficult. I've also, I've always thought I was a compassionate person and I have empathy for others. But I've really learned to take a, a step back. When, when someone, you know, is rude to you. And I'm not talking about racist. I'm just talking about they're just mean, you know, is to take a step back and wonder, where is this coming from? Because most of the time it's not at you. It's it's not you. It's something that's going on with their day. You know, so I've learned to 
empathize, you know, because many of the things that they may have gone through that day, that year, that month, that decade has really made them an angry, mean person. Have, have you ever, um, called someone out on it? Like they're just being really rude and mean and, and just call them out on it and say, Hey, well, my, you know, my first instinct you are is, being really rude and mean and, and, you know, um, well, that's what made me learn the lesson. My first instinct was always to just walk away. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't, to- as we all know, I don't tolerate people when they yell at me. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm, very intolerant of that behavior. However, one day I was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you acting this way? And they told me. Oh. And they were really going through a lot. Right. You know, so it was good for them and for me because I learned to take a step back. And, you know, especially if it's someone you actually know. Yeah. And they're they're really acting out of character. Yeah. Um, You know, I I always try to be a a kind person. You do. I'm not always successful. Nope. But <laughs> I'm more really, successful than me though. I really try. I don't like a person. I but there was this one particular day many, many years ago before I met you, Jill, many years ago. And I was having a really awful, awful, awful day. I'm not even going to go into what was happening that day, but it was awful. And I went into a store to purchase something and I get up to the counter and it's time to pay. And I just throw my credit card towards the person. No, I didn't even realize I did it. Yes. Yes. I didn't even realize I did it. Right. Right. And they said to me, you know, you don't have to be so rude. And it, it like, snap snap me back you know back to the person i'm really supposed to be right and i said oh you're right i really apologize that was that was wrong of me i'm 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 so sorry and i picked the card back up and handed it to them instead and apologize again i'm really sorry I didn't didn't mean uh to do that so and I, I thanked her for bringing it to my attention. Right. Um, but that's the kind of person I am. You know, if you point out something that I am doing that is wrong, I'm putting somebody down or I'm doing something, everybody has bad days. I, I would prefer somebody bring it to my attention. Um, so I can, it helps me become a better person. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's move to our second segment that we call Give it a rest and a resolution. So what's your conclusion resolution? That was about? really quick to the second segment. I thought we were we only talking lot, for like two minutes. Had a lot to say. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Go first. Good Jill. thing I'm watching time. Yes, huh? go first. Go first, please. Well, my conclusion resolution is that the whole premise of this episode is that you should have learned something this year. So hopefully you learn something about yourself. And if it's 
Hopefully you learned something about yourself. You looked at yourself and hopefully you opened your eyes to others hmm. as well. But you should That's have learned something. Something. <laughs> this year. Well, I, I, I agree with you uh, on that. Um, I'm going to go a little bit further, though. So I do agree. You should have learned something, especially this year, about yourself. Um, and if you believe you didn't learn anything about yourself, maybe you need to slow down and take a closer look. Because if you really didn't learn something about yourself, particularly this year, that's that's a problem. That's yes, a, that, it that's is. That's a problem. It, it, is. It, it, it means you might really be... Um, self-centered and insensitive and not have any compassion or empathy for anyone. So uh, I'm sure none of our listeners are like that, but our listeners might know someone that's like that. Cause I'm sure none of our listeners are like that. They, that's right. they, they, they know they learn stuff because we probably have the most intelligent listeners anywhere. I believe that too. And I also believe that if you have a if if you have years without learning anything, then I guess you're dead. That but would what, be dead uh, to me. What what type of learning <laughs> are we talking about? Are we talking about spiritual learning? Are we talking about learning in the I, classroom? But I definitely think it's reflective are, learning. Reflective learning. Okay. Yes. Every year I think you should have you should reflect. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Some the, people do it more often than yearly, but yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Time for our third, third segment. segment. <laughs> there you go. It's a segment that we call. I'm trying to help you. I do have something for this one. Okay. Uh, because we were talking about it a few days ago. Um. My tip is for this year and everything that's gone past, um, take some time to be alone um, and find a mirror, stand in front of it or sit in front of it and look at yourself and reflect about what you've been through this year. And that's it. Yes. That's it. That's that's it. Just do that and see what happens. Yes. And my advice to piggyback off of that would be to be honest with yourself, too. A lot of times when people reflect on themselves, they're not even honest with themselves and you need to be. Um, but one um, I have a tool um, or a recommendation that can help people do that. Um, it's it's actually a journal called What's Your Story? A Journal for Everyday Evolution. Again, the title is What's Your Story? A Journal for Everyday Everyday Evolution. And it's by Rebecca Walker. Yes, that Rebecca okay. Walker and Lily Diamond. Um, it's a journal that you can do as many pages as you want, but it has many prompts that, that has you to look at yourself mm-hmm. and what you know about yourself. And it's all to be a better person. Cool. Because we all would like to be better people yes. than what we are right now. Yes. Yes. The cool. best versions of ourselves. Yeah. 
Yes. Excellent. So let's get to our last segment that we call. So what what do you you think? think? What What do do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. So we want to hear from you listeners. We do. What have you learned in 2020? Have you just learned that Tony and I are crazy when we talk? <laughs> no one thinks you're crazy. They might Some think, I'm, think crazy. I'm crazy too. Some people <laughs> think I'm out there. Or what I've heard is that some people don't think I'm being authentic, authentic that this is yeah. the authentic Jill. But it really is. This is really it, how it I am is. all the time with you. Yeah. Yeah. You. Um, yeah. So we would like to know what do you think? So what do you think? Yeah. And the number is 404-594-2247. Or, you know, you can email us or It's know, not an email. It's it's a, a, it's a comment on the on the blog. You can comment on the blog. Any way you want to communicate with us. Yes. Just don't knock on our door. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you were invited. <laughs> Says, After the, says the person who, who who tells everybody he crashes things like I crash. Yeah. So don't do as you do. Do as you say. Is no, that what you're trying to say? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to somebody's door and just knock on their door when nothing's going on. There's got to be a party or something. Okay. Really? They might think we're a having difference. a party though. That's no, they no, they don't. If they don't see any cars, they don't see anything else. The house is dark. <laughs> we gotta wrap. We, we gotta wrap this up. Gotta wrap this up, Jill. You've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Shout out to Gifford Ivan Cordova the Third for the music, Nick Zinke for the art, and to you two listeners. Listeners. Happy, happy, happy yeah. New Year. New Year. New Year. It's almost New Year. It will be. (laughs) Woohoo! Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye.